0: Shaktified by Aparna is all things women by a woman empowering you to lead the best life ever. Welcome everyone to Shaktified, all things women by a woman. Join me Aparna, your host, for an insightful sojcast on all things feminine. This sojcast is Shaktified Modern wisdom for women who want to create a fulfilled inspired and fun life so today's episode is going to get very personal some of you will be able to relate to what i'm going to share and the rest of you will at least be curious to know what i'm talking about so When I was at the age of 21, I agreed to marry this man who I didn't know very well. So you could technically say it was a sort of a semi-arranged marriage, mostly arranged by his parents. And that's how I came to the United States. When this man and I agreed to marry, I had specifically asked for a very small and simple wedding with minimal expenses. It was just around the time of the first Gulf War in 1991 and all parties agreed to it and the man that I was going to call my husband moved uh, returned to the United States and from the time that he returned till the time he was coming back to India for the wedding was when all the preparations were going to be made and as soon as he left his parents decided to completely dishonor this agreement between all of us and demanded a big wedding to be paid for by my parents And I was against it, obviously, because I just did not believe in large weddings as a show to be put on for the world and to be paid for by the bride's parents. So I resisted. They resisted. And this resistance went on till... Literally, days before the wedding. In retrospect, if I had total and complete courage, I would have said, I want this canceled. But I did not. So the man arrived from the U.S. for the wedding. He had no idea what was going on because no one had told him, not his parents, nor me, and the wedding went through, and two days before the wedding, I became very ill. I had a severe fever, I was hospitalized, and somehow I made it to my own wedding. And I went to the US a month later after my visa came through, and when I arrived, in the US, one of the first things I did was sit down and tell him in great detail how our agreement had been violated and by whom. And I asked him to help fix this situation, to make amends to my family and to my principals. His response was a good beating. A few kicks, many slaps, a bunch of name calling, etc. I, of course, was shocked by this incident. And every time the topic of his parents came up, the response was a beating. And every time a topic of the parents, his parents, came up, I continued to ask for justice and for the situation to be healed and resolved, to, for amends to be made. And he was not able to do that. What he was able to do was beat me. And this went on for four years during which I was completely dependent on him, financially and otherwise. Slowly but surely, I learned to drive. I learned to, um, I got a job. I learned the ways of American life. And eventually on one fine day in April of 1995, four years, nearly four years after being with this man, I announced to him that I was leaving. I had a job that paid me a very small sum of money at that time and I decided that I was going to rent my own studio apartment and uh, continue at this job. He didn't believe me that I was going to leave. He didn't think I had it in me to leave, but I did. I had some friends who helped me move out. and. I started my life as a young woman in America, finally, as a free woman, free of violence, free of animosity, free of a fake marriage. Now mind you, during this entire four years, nobody knew about what was happening. I did not share this with my family. I did not share it with his family. It was a very private hell, let's just say. Um, An empty void, a feeling of fakeness. Because I told my parents everything was fine and his parents, everything was fine. All along, I knew nothing was fine this was no marriage this was no real relationship and it was the most emptiest experience of my life also one of the most disempowering shocking experiences of my life do you know anyone who's going through this or has been through this i know that this is a pretty common experience for so many women, perhaps more so Indian women. When my parents found out what happened, they were absolutely devastated and they were uh, distraught and they couldn't understand why I had not involved them in resolving this. And I told them, there's nothing you could have done for me from India. You couldn't have sent me enough money, and you couldn't have had me come back. Remember, this was 1995. Divorce was not very common in India at that time. And of course, coming from a small town, it would, quite frankly, be a very shameful experience for my family. So I did visit India for a month in 1995. That was my first visit after moving to the U.S., and to a great extent, I felt and didn't even want to come back to the U.S. I had nothing here. But my parents believed that it was better for me to be here. Especially with the taboos around divorce. So to some degree, I, I returned with some reluctance. But to some degree, I also knew that it was the right thing for me to do. I decided to share this story, a very deeply personal story, which I rarely visit. There's very little um, reason for me to visit this story because it was almost 30 years ago that this happened to me. But I feel for the purpose of this SochCast for us all to become even more Shaktified. This is an important and relevant story because when we become a victim and when we buy into the victimhood, we really don't see any other options. On the path of this shaktified life, the path of fulfillment, my teacher always has emphasized to me and his other students that nothing ever happens without the permission of the soul. And the soul comes here to learn lessons in this identity as a parna in this body In the family that I was born into and in the ways that things have unfolded in my life for my personal evolution even as a young girl a young teenager and a young woman I was very disempowered I was shy I was quiet I was very sensitive and I internalized everything I blamed myself for everything and so much of my younger days was a reflection. Life showed me what I believed and it doesn't matter where or how I got a set of these false beliefs that I was powerless or that I was a victim. But I really was an embodiment of this victim mentality and this disempowerment. And in many ways, when I look back now at my whole life, I realize that the biggest lesson for me here in this lifetime is to realize how powerful I am, how blessed I am, and how important it was for me to let go of a series of false beliefs. One of them being that no one was ever going to love me and that I would always be rejected and because no one wants me that I was going to continue to suffer in the feeling of rejection and abandonment. Over the last 25 years, many other things have happened in my life as a woman, as a mother. There has been many layers of disempowerment that have come to the surface for me to view, to examine, to have compassion for, and to learn to release. Ultimately, ultimately, We all want to be joyful, beautiful, sensual women. We want to feel like our life has meaning, our pain has meaning, our suffering has meaning. And in our quest to find meaning, we no longer need to suffer the true meaning of our existence is that we are these eternal beings in a physical body and one of our false beliefs another one i should say is our identification with the mind thoughts and emotions so much so that we really forget who we are deep down in our true heart We are not our emotions. We are not our um, feelings and thoughts. We are pure energy, pure consciousness. And when we connect to this pure consciousness, we can witness the journey of the soul. We can intuitively guide ourselves through this human journey. And if you listen to episode 2 where I share with you this beautiful process of heart centering you can um, begin to connect reconnect to the very core of your being. And when you make connecting to the core of your being a top priority in your life you will notice that Your actions, your thoughts come from a place of alignment. And being a victim is completely out of alignment. That's not part of our true nature. It may be a path that the soul takes to unravel itself to the spiritual heart or the core of the true heart. but it's still an outer identity. So, if you were to meet me today, you wouldn't believe that I actually experienced that and many other things. You wouldn't be able to tell just from looking at me or talking to me that I'm the young woman who went through that and came out fairly unscathed, Physically, emotionally, it took many years to heal this, but it is done. I have no animosity towards this person. I have no animosity towards anything that has happened in my life. Because as my teacher says, nothing happens to you, everything happens for you. Think about that. A victim will say, this was done to me, that person that did that thing to me. But a person, a woman who is on a shaktified path, recognizes that everything happens for me. I am not condoning abuse. I am not condoning um, torture, violence, violence aggression. That is not what I'm saying. Do not misunderstand me. What I'm saying is as life's experiences come to us, we can take time, we can take the gift of our intuition to look within, to see where we can become aligned. Because when there is abuse, that karmic connection is done we don't we no longer need to be part of that connection relationship there's nothing more to be learned where there is abuse there is no karmic lesson in abuse in our indian culture there is such an emphasis on oh it must be that person's karma that's why they're going through it let us not buy into this fatal philosophy of karma. Karma means that we are responsible for what is happening. How we respond to what is happening in our life will determine how the future unravels for us. So As I sit here and think of you all listening to this, I just want you to go deep into your heart and feel into the beauty of who you are as a woman, young woman, older woman, it doesn't matter. And know that your destiny is in your hands. And your destiny is universal in the sense that you are here to experience joy and bliss and fulfillment and stand in the flow of your own Shakti. How you get there is very much dependent on your individual human journey. When you get there is also dependent on your own human journey. But if you want this shaktified life of fulfillment and bliss and joy and lightness and laughter, vitality, exuberance and joy, it's yours. It is yours to create. What you want to create, don't ask your mind. Ask your heart. Connect to the true heart, the innermost part of your being. There lies the answer. Also there lies the guidance, the alignment, and the manifestation of it. Don't wait for anyone. Don't wait for anything. Go within. Practice the heart centering. Go within. And all the questions and all the answers are within you. A huge part of being a Shaktified woman is to learn to trust yourself. Not to learn to trust your emotions and your thoughts, but to go even deeper than that and to trust the part of you that is pure consciousness. Pure consciousness is never wrong. My emotions can sway me this way or that way and convince me of different things. But my pure consciousness has never failed me and yours won't either. So much to ponder. It was very personal. It was very um, intimate, this episode. And I hope it helped you in some way. I hope it provoked, inspired something deep within you. I thank you for listening to this Sochcast. I thank you for trusting me. I thank you for giving me your time. And I invite you to trust the path of this Shaktified life, to remain aligned with it, to embody it and to give yourself permission to flow with the energy of the divine feminine within you. So once again, this is your host, Aparna. And my Sojcast is called Shaktified, All Things Women by a Woman. Join me next time for an insightful Sojcast on all things feminine, This Sochcast is shaktified modern wisdom for women who want to create a fulfilled, inspired, and fun life. Much love to all of you.